Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Female Founder Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Sipperly, the founder of Rent My Wardrobe app. My mission is to empower women to become incredible entrepreneurs and provide tangible tips to turn your ideas from dreams to reality. Because if I can do it, you can do it too. Caitlin Fletcher and Kat Allen are both 23-year-old co-founders of the digital agency ClearCut Media here in Dallas, which is focused on content creation through videography. Their videos have over 2.7 million views, and they've worked with brands such as SMU, Toyota, and many members of Bachelor Nation, including Rachel Lindsay, Adam Goschuk, and Raven Gates. They recently got a two-page spread in Dallas Hotel Magazine with Leon Bridges, and are the strategic marketing partner for Rent My Wardrobe in the hot seat here today. So I, every <laughs> single podcast I have, I realize I listened to them yesterday on the plane. I'm like, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to stop saying that. We need to start and say, so are you excited? <laughs> Rachel, how you feeling? <laughs> I'm Rachel, really how excited. You feel? <laughs> I know. I'm so excited like I am every week, but I actually am really excited to have you guys here so are we thanks i love you anytime we get to spend with you is the best well you've been spending a lot of time (laughs) (laughs) they are moving into our office yes yeah with a dog hopefully a little puppy we we signed the contract yes yes kind of for kind of (laughs) well it's we're between two breeders so we're trying to see which dog we like better kind of the are look you gonna of it. meet the puppies and then decide facetime via facetime but via they're gonna FaceTime. get shipped here so oh yeah being... there's there's some there's some cute puppies we need where to show are you they pictures. getting shipped pretty, pretty picky one is in pennsylvania and the other is in utah so we'll see which one we like <laughs> so I, I got them to share an office with us because i was like we work you can bring your dog to work yeah I, I know it's true that's huge I gonna know. be best friends with luigi mm-hmm. yeah his name yeah. is gonna be cash Cash. Yep. So I love that because you are Kat and Caitlin and Clearcut Media mm-hmm. as cash, cash with a K, <laughs> cash with a K. But it's a, a golden. Yeah. But we're thinking we might actually get a white golden. Yeah. Because English. that's what I have, and they're a little bit more calm, which I think we need in our life. Yeah. That would be you know? good. We need some calm. <laughs> it will be the Clearcut mascot. Yes. I brand it. <laughs> and. You just celebrated a birthday this week yes, as well. Yes, uh, October 1st, right behind you. Right October before, 2nd. Before right her. The behind, second. Before. Yeah, yes. you're right. You're yeah. right. You know. Yes, except for the age difference is quite... No, <laughs> it is the same, Rachel. Exactly I don't know what you're like, talking what about. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so it's funny because um, Abby and Caitlin's birthday mm-hmm. is the same day. Yep. Except for Abby turned 30. <laughs> you turned 23. <laughs> and then a week later... I turned 30 and Kat turned 23, which We're I... in the same 24 hours. Yes. Yeah, so, so it, that, it counts. That's, what, that's what's It important. is. We're all birthday Twinkies, which I think is some mysterious... I love it. That's It is very odd. I wonder what the odds of that are. Probably very low. I know. I'm sure. Who knows? But it's shocking to me that you guys are only... Like, 
I knew when we started working together, like, yeah, they just graduated from college, but then working together for almost a year now. Yeah. We were thinking about that the other day. We're like, oh my gosh, it's almost been a year, year. which is insane. Yeah. But it's like, you guys are on the ball on top of things years ahead of tons of other vendors I have and people that I've worked with that are in their forties and fifties. <laughs> and I forget that you're babies. Yeah. yeah. I think like, we, I totally I think forget. We forget that too. Sometimes people are like, Oh yeah. What are you 27? And we're like, we're like yeah, ah, sure. yeah, sure. We'll just go with that. But yeah, it is crazy. But I think it's the perfect place to be because yeah. we understand how the world is changing digitally, but then we're able to connect with the older generations too. Mm-hmm. And right. Then, and then it works, right? So we can work with the people that are older um, and do it in a good fashion. But mm-hmm. then we also understand what like really younger, is relevant. Yeah. And we both have siblings that are 10 years older than us. And so in a way, we've kind of grown up. That is true. I didn't really think that, about that. Yeah. We've grown up kind of having the like, gotta be older than you actually are mentality. So it probably yeah. just... Stuck. I don't know. It's always <laughs> mature for your age and yeah, working harder. Yeah. Okay. So tell our listeners the story because I think this is absolutely incredible what you girls have accomplished at such an early age. I'm still blown away by it. Yeah. And I work with you every day, but it is <laughs> like, it is absolutely. So take us from the beginning, how you decided to start and a little bit about your story. Yeah. Well, I think it's a huge, yeah, the beginning. Wow. Um, it's just really a big blessing because it was just all laid out in front of us, truly. But in college, we were both in a sorority, Chi Omega at SMU. Um, and I was social media chair and she was my little, but we didn't really know each other when that started. And when we became big little, people just said we'd we be met, friends. We met on big little night. Yes. So that just kind of happened. And then um, we were, I was thrown into needing to make a video and I've always done I've always done video growing up photo. We both have, which we mm-hmm. didn't know, but we learned through becoming friends. Um, and I needed to learn how to make a video because I wanted to make ours better than every Everyone other else. house on campus, obviously. So um, we started working really hard. We were obviously wanting to spend time together. So we started making the videos together. She, We'd go learn everything together. So it was a big blessing at the time. That I don't think we really realized that we learned techniques together which means that our editing style was the same and it was created the same way like from the very beginning not even like we were googling like how to cut a clip which like that's just (laughs) square one right? yeah and that really wasn't long ago which is insane but um but yeah so that just kind of happened and then our recruitment video exploded nationally and we're like okay cool so then um that just brought up some other clients and then those clients kind of kept getting a lot bigger um, and then people, we were making these awesome videos for people, but then they didn't know how to correctly utilize those videos on socials. They're like, awesome. I have this great piece of content. Now, how do I push it to the right people at the right time? Right. So, um, so that's when that kind of kicked off and we started doing more social media management. I'm a marketing major and she's advertising. And this is all where you're in In college. school. This yeah, is all SMU. when we're still in yeah, school. Yeah, we're still yes. in the we're like school part of the sophomores. story. Well, I was a junior and she was a sophomore. Yeah. When we had to make that recruitment video. And at the same time, we were starting a business. I was president of the sorority and she was recruitment chair. So, I mean, we were full time students, full time sorority, full time (laughs) work. I don't really know how we did it, but we did it. So it was kind of it became like because we were learning and naturally both of us in our personalities, we want to like learn and we want to get better at stuff and feeling productive is a big thing for both of us. And so if we had our like free time, we were having fun 
and were feeling productive when we were working. So naturally, it was what we always wanted to do. Yeah. And it's not like we were that boring and just sat in our room <laughs> all the time and worked. But I mean, it did take up a lot of our free time just because we loved it. And like we are getting to meet the coolest people. I mean, we were we were meeting people in Bachelor Nation when we were in the sorority okay, house. So we how had, did that happen? Okay, so that's this a is crazy funny. story. So when we started, and this is something that we can talk about later, but business advice. One thing I got was, hey, if you need to do stuff for free when you're starting, do it because you might make good connections. So I we filmed this um, Dallas Autumn Ball and I didn't I did it for free. And in return, I got to put our business cards and all the goodie bags and ton and of bachelor. They were not great. They were, they were terrible. We printed them the day before, like literally cut, overnight, cut all crooked. But I was like, well, whatever, let's just throw them in there. And we didn't know that a ton of bachelor people were going to be there, but they were. Um, and then one day we got a call a couple of days after the event and Adam was like, hey, um, I need some stuff. But we didn't really know who it was. We looked him up and we're like, are you oh, kidding? Because you, know, you recognize like on The Bachelor, it's just Adam G. And you're like, hmm, you don't really know their names. And so whenever he's like, hi, I'm, I'm Adam Gottschalk. I got your business card at the dab ball. And we were like, how odd. Huh. Yeah, but he's big in real estate and stuff. So we did a lot of stuff for that. But yeah, so that's kind of how that happened. And then. When we did their stuff, his stuff, then he sent it to everyone else in Bachelor Nation. So then people started They're reaching out. They're all a family. Yep. They, really they really are. are. And little he, fraternity I mean, sorority. It's true. Situation. It is. And like he's always been, that. since day one, he's been like the most supportive yeah, ever. He still he's is. like, he's anything I can do. Yeah. yeah. Him and, and his now fiance. Fiance. Raven. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. Juicy. Mm -hmm. so, that's, <laughs> so that was cool. And then it just kind of kept exploding while we were in school. And then I remember... It was like December, January of my senior year, her, yeah. her junior year. I went home for break. I was talking to my dad. Okay, hey, how do we do this? Like, I'm working full time while also doing school. We can make this happen, maybe. But like, I'm a little nervous. You know, starting your own thing is hard right after school. But we didn't I, know anybody that had done that. No, either. we didn't. And so my dad was like, I just think you need to decide right now. Are you going to do it? And in that moment, I was standing in my kitchen and I was just like, yep, we're going to do it. So I called Kat. I was like, Called is this fine? <laughs> Can He's we like, do by this? the way, I just had this conversation with my dad. How do you feel about that? And I was like, great, let's freaking do it. <laughs> let's yeah, go. I love it. So then my second semester senior year, I was like, I kind of went to class sometimes, but I was pretty <laughs> much done and I just was working all the time. And it turned out to be a big blessing how it worked, how you yeah. were after. A year after. We couldn't have done it if we were graduating at the same time. Yeah, so it worked. So I was able to be out for a year, like, we just figured that whole situation out, which was probably the crazy experience. You still being in school, working, was not. <laughs> he was working all the time. And then I was working outside of school, but it was a good transition period yeah. to get, to get everything situated. So when she was out, we could just go straight into it. Yeah. Doing the hardest part of the business at the probably hardest time we could have picked. <laughs> So yeah. you still graduated. We graduated. We did. Barely. <laughs> yes. We did it. Yeah, almost didn't. And you were <laughs> what? Almost didn't. What's the story there? Oh, you know, we just had a little blimp in the in the road, a little bump in the road with the. It was earlier on. It though. was early on. We got, we didn't get along with all of our teachers as well as you know with a subjective advertising school. Sometimes it's a little tough, and the way that I worked didn't really go along with how, I think it was expected to go with some of my teachers and. uh had an F there for about 48 hours. <laughs> oh my God, I never knew that story. <laughs> yeah, for 48 hours, I was I was kicked out of the SMU ad school, but we worked it out. And, I actually uh, know another person that was kicked out of the SMU yeah, ad school. Yeah, we do. Actually, she never made it. 
She no, didn't even get no, in. No, she didn't no, even get Whitney. in. Whitney never got in, but uh, hashtag Whitney? Bumble. Well, she started Bumble. Oh, Our favorite Bumble founder. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Founder overall. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> we but... talked about her last week, and she decided to start a company. So maybe so... we need to look at the ad program at SMU. <laughs> you know, Pat and I have that talk all the time. We're like, hmm, we maybe do. we need hmm. to reevaluate. I will say, it's, it's pretty new. So in terms of the school, it's, it's a new situation. So I'll cut them some slack there. Well, yeah. that's one of the things, though, is it's hard for, I think, education to keep up with what is happening, oh, particularly 100%. in social media and content and yeah. all of that. It's like changing yeah. so rapidly in the technology. I mean, I was an advertising and PR major. I don't know if you guys ever knew I that. Didn't know yeah, that. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, it wow. was totally, totally, totally different. different. Yeah. Yeah. And well, even, they, oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, they, they just made like a digital strategy branch at SMU for advertising and it's great but like I think that they're still trying to figure out you know what are we teaching here and like that's so fair because everything in this whole industry of digital advertising and digital marketing moves so quickly you can't yeah it's I, I don't know how no it's you'd, true you'd in my that. senior year I had probably the most helpful class I had all of college um, and it was a social media class specifically and it was taught by the woman who like totally redid um is it Wendy's uh, yeah, Wendy's, yeah, Wendy's Twitter. Twitter, which is like exploding and it's like super just dry humor. Um, and that's how they deal with c competition. And they kind of rebranded themselves through Twitter. But she's the one that did it. And I'm, that was just an elective that I took my senior year. But that was what I learned the yeah, most. In, and it was just like... kind of a joke class. But I, I mean, those are the things that and it was just a brand new class. And I'm yeah. like, wow, it's even when you're in school from the time I was a freshman to a senior, you can see the change that was happening because the digital world is moving yes. so quickly yeah so that's been something fun that we've had to learn and adapt to even yeah. in a short amount of time okay hey instagram stories are different now than they were a year ago let's hop on the bandwagon and if we know that we're not going to be as good in that let's find a pro in it to help us out or yeah. right you know serve us well in that kind of stuff. well and so. i think one of the things so interesting about partnering with both of you is because you are younger you see the things that are on cutting edge and have the ability to balance both everything that's coming up, but then also have the maturity, like you were saying at the beginning of what is happening with current clients. And I think so oftentimes, um, perhaps for businesses, the challenge is, you know, they don't know what to do with it, right? Yeah. They know that all these things are needed, mm -hmm. but yeah. it's like, where, where then do, what do you, you do start? Yeah. Yep. And it's interesting, even businesses that have you know, big businesses that have in-house marketing people or they have mm -hmm. head of marketing person who's in charge of all the yeah. socials. I mean, it, it is a job in it itself is a to just get all the posts up. on on the internet, just to get all the posts you need on Instagram, to get all the posts you need on mm -hmm. Snapchat, Facebook, whatever. That's a job in itself, right? But then you have another job of, okay, how are we strategically doing this, taking this info, making it better, you know, doing mm -hmm. all of that. That's a whole nother job. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to look at it of like back in the day when they had agencies doing everything in the agency, there was people doing each of those roles. And so nowadays businesses that do have just like a head of marketing, like they can't do all of that and they need to have somebody to come in and, and help with that. Yeah. So we've kind of also noticed a hole in a hole that's kind of in the market of educating people that are in businesses who are head of marketing. Hey, have us come in once a month or whatever and kind of update you on changes that are happening uh, lead you strategically mm -hmm. on that stuff to make sure that you're on the right track so you're doing your job better right because yeah. there's not really much of that either so it's yeah. very interesting 
And then using that marketing person almost as like a liaison. Mm -hmm. But when you guys started out, you were primarily doing video content. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so, that's still our primary. So thing. talk me through how did it transition into now you're a full scale agency and you're helping with all components of it. I love how you said you were producing these pieces and no one knew what to do with them. Yeah. And you you sort of just figured out how to make that happen and now have a full scale business. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think what we learned in school probably was the most helpful thing, even though, you know, SMU <laughs> has its quirks. We did learn the perfect thing. Yeah. And I was marketing. I was, okay, hey, how do you get the right stuff to the right people? How do you conduct focus groups to learn this? How do you do all that? And she was like, okay. Like, I, what do I need to make to grab people's attention? And how do I do that based on the people that we're looking at here? Like, I did dog on SMU ad, but I will say, like, I felt like I went through the ringer of like using my work to get people's attention and making everything as mo as like going through critics and going like they'd bring in people who are in advertising to come in and just slam our work to be like it's got to be perfect to get people's attention. Yeah, so it worked out since we had learned the video together. Okay, hey, now we have now we have Kat who <laughs> knows really well how to effectively show this video and like okay hey maybe we change this video around a little bit because it will probably be better to perform or whatever and then I'm able to take what her like, creative idea is for that and plug it in and be like okay this is how we get that message that is the most strong to the right people so then we just kind of asked clients hey can we run with this can we take your video that we made and just try like I just want to try for you and see if we get you leads and it worked and so then it just kind of kept going and we've just been learning through it, but have also done some really cool things with it. So. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, a lot of luck, a lot of blessings, a lot of good timing. Yeah. It's, it's got to be a formula, it's, right? And yeah. a lot of grit and hard work. Yes. You no, it's true. It's I true. mean, you work, you work <laughs> your. Yeah. Since, I mean, honestly, since my junior year, your sophomore year, we weren't working as much then, but we still were working probably a full-time job within school. But now yeah. we're working, what? 12 hour day. 12 to 15 hour day. days yeah. every seven days a week. So we're also learning the importance of rest, yes. just like you did just recently like in San Diego. So nice uh -huh. to take a break. I know, but you don't realize how much you need that. Oh, you do. You do. And mm -hmm. it's like there's no time and you're just running. I mean, I, I was thinking about this last week. Kind of a good analogy is like the same way an athlete, right? They're training and training and training, but they have to take days off. Mm -hmm. They have to find rest. They have to get massages. They have to go to a chiropractor, whatever. Yep. Like you have to do that as a yeah. That's a good. That's, your... that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Okay. And it's part of the training and it's part yeah. of, you know, the recovery. Yeah. And you're yes. just going to burn yourself out. If but you girls are going to burn yourself out too. So. <laughs> I know. And it, yeah. And it's been kind of, it's, been... I am, I am not just saying this. I am amazed by your work ethic. Seriously. Thank you. Rachel. And I work oh, with a you. lot. No, I really, <laughs> I am, I am astonished. Thank by you. your work ethic and Thanks. just your commitment to not only us but your other clients and just it it really it it just speaks volumes like I cannot believe you're only 23 years old. <laughs> Thank you. Shocking. Thanks. I know it's been fun and I think probably one of the reasons Clearcut has been so successful, Kat, you can I don't, you're gonna agree, but okay. is the fact <laughs> is the fact that we live together. Wow, we oh, yeah. work this together, and I don't Let's, think people oh, yeah. really this is realize. This yeah, is, I would say this is the thing that people don't don't know. Probably about us. once a week, people are like, "How the heck do you do this? You work together, you live together, you breathe together, you want and a your dog, best <laughs> you're like, your best, best friend." Yeah, I mean, I mean, Caitlin is my best friend, hands down. She's my sister. I wouldn't. I, I don't even call you my friend. I, when I, I was thinking about this the other day. The, the, the <laughs> other day, I was like, "Oh, Kat's my sister. She's not my friend." No, it's like. <laughs> 
I think friend is almost funny. Um, yeah, no, but we spend so much time together that it's like that in itself is like a learning curve of learning how to do all those things together and like how to healthily have conversations. And I think that, I mean, yes, we have a bit of an extreme of like living, breathing, sleeping and not sleeping, but eating (laughs) together, living together, whatever. But I mean, that is definitely a thing in in the startup world and just in general, like if you're working with somebody, you're working with them a lot. So Mm -hmm. like, how do you manage having those? I mean, you're going to get frustrated at times. You're going to have times where you're like so thankful and also not as thankful. (laughs) And, you know, I mean, it's true. And so how do you have those conversations of like healthily working those things out? How do you have those conversations? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it's just, hey, and we've learned a lot through the process. And I think as we've gotten busier, it's made it harder because, um, Living together has been awesome because there have been so many times at one in the morning, I will have a thought or she will have a thought and we'll run into the other person's room and be like, we have to do this or like, we need to handle this right now or like, whatever. I mean, last night we were up till one thirty, both in our separate rooms working and we like both kind of turned <laughs> off the light at the same time and it was like known, okay, hey, we're shutting it down now. Let's go to bed. But, um, but yeah, but I think that over time it's gotten a little bit harder because we just get busier so then you're Mm -hmm. like hey we need to take a break and realize where we're at right now how are we doing I kind of like to divide it okay how are we doing as friends do we need to be spending more time just as friends if we're taking a break from clear cut are we then doing something that's literally not clear cut related at all we're going to go do something completely random. We need to make sure we're doing that once a week. We kind of talked about that a little bit ago. Hey, let's make sure once a week we're doing. It's like you're having a date night. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, you do exactly. kind of have to think about it that way. I know. I well, at the other day, I was like, oh, we spend more time together than most married couples. Literally. Oh, sure. Really? Like yes. substantially longer because yes. most married couples are going to an or office for eight to ten hours a day. I know. Yeah. I know. Yes. And then commute time. Yes. And you like, True. do you share a car? No, sometimes, sometimes but no like <laughs> I mean it's one of if it's easier like if we're going like today driving up here we're like well it's kind of dumb for all of us to drive separately so I'll just drive but no we don't we don't share a car yeah <laughs> yeah but I think if we divide it kind of what we were talking about was hey let's make sure we're having healthy conversations just about our friendship that has nothing to do with clear cut right and then let's make sure we're having healthy conversations about clear cut our goals, where we want to be, how we're handling things, and then conversations about it together. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because lines almost get blurred, right? When they say work-life balance. But when you're a startup founder... Your your work is your life. Is your life, yeah, mm-hmm. and that it, it's like your life's work, and so it almost makes it easier to integrate. And I think in some ways have that friendship with someone who's sharing that with you. Absolutely, right? because people on the outside don't really understand that, and it feels like all you ever do is talk about work. And it's like this is yeah. my life. This yeah. is uh-huh. what I'm doing right now. I I um read something really interesting a couple weeks ago that was talking about work life balance and. Um, you know, getting in the rut of trying to feel like you're unplugging when you're at home or, you know, you're dealing with, in this case, um, it was this person's wife and kids. And and he felt like when he was at work, he was trying to handle stuff at home. And the advice was in every area of your life, figure out how you can minister to your body, mind, soul, and spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those four components in your work life, in your home life yeah, and in your personal friendships and whatever else is happening, you know, for leisure activities. 
And if you can look at those four ways, it it makes the work-life balance a lot easier, Absolutely. especially if you are running a company uh-huh. and the company is your life because totally. it, it, you can't really put it aside. No, no it's like all. taking away. It's almost like saying like, okay, you have these two children. Yeah, yes, no, right? literally. And you no, need to true. ignore one child because it, it's your baby. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think also learning, okay, hey, what does Kat need when she needs rest? How does she operate with needing rest and time? What does that look like for her? It's different for both of us. Yeah. So knowing each other. We're actually opposite. We're completely opposite. Yeah, I'm, you go ahead. You know. Well, <laughs> yeah, like for me, I'm very much so like, I like to be with people and I like, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily all the way on the end of like people energize me. Like I do like to have just like me, but overall, like I like to be with people and like I, that's, I, I get sad if I'm by myself for too long and that's, that's the opposite. Yeah, I love my alone time, but it's like a two or three people. Like if I have my like crew and I'm getting time with them, then that's fine. But it's just interesting, right, that we're energized different ways and that we get rest from different things but understanding you know if I need alone time she doesn't get offended she like she gets it right and vice versa if she needs to go hang out with people I get it right so yeah yeah so you guys have an interesting perspective because this sort of fell into place through the nature of your circumstances of being in the sorority house together and and working on the video what advice would you give for founders that don't have that connection already that are looking for a co-founder and finding that person that's going to be, you know, their business partner that they're doing life with day in and day out. Yeah. I actually think that you said this very well one time to us. You were talking about, I don't even remember, but it came up and you said, make sure that like you can see yourself working with them well, but also just like in daily life doing that, doing those things well. If you I can, said that. Yeah, you yeah, did. did. You did. Nice. You said, yeah. You're like, if you can, if you can imagine yourself doing those things and kind of almost having like a test run of those mm-hmm. like things before you can complete. Because I would say our test run was that video in a way. Like mm-hmm. we were able to see, oh, shoot, we actually can work really well together and we do and we like it. And we also are fine being like, hey, let's go get some frozen yogurt or something. Right. And like right. we enjoy that side mm-hmm. of it too. And I think finding someone where you can just it's effortless is huge yeah. effortless is a good word I also think you need to have you need to just I mean I feel like if I did it now I'd be like okay you're not working with me yet give let's take a three month how's this friendship work first yeah um I kind of would do it that way maybe just be like hey you need to hang we need to hang out for a couple months and then yeah. see because I mean you learn a lot just from oh, hanging so out much. with a, someone for a lot of time and you can I believe that if you aren't even working, you can tell how they'll work, you know, just yeah. how they talk about things and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I also think in finding a co-founder, I think it just we didn't realize it at the time. But finding someone that is different than you in a lot right. of ways, they need to be the opposite of you in mm-hmm. all the right ways and the same as you in all the right ways. Yes. And that and those ways are just determinant on what your business is. Right. But like we work because she understands the creative side of someone comes and is like I need a campaign tomorrow she can do it I can't man I would not be able to do that but you know and having those differences yeah and also knowing that it's like it's not something that's easy to find like I I what we said earlier like total blessing total luck total timing is exactly everything that was like us being it really was our friends being like I think you'll like each other like that was the statement and it 
Yeah, I think now works. knowing what this is, I wouldn't, I would, I would test a lot of people before yeah, I was a co-founder. Yeah, right. And, you know, I think it's interesting how you say spend some time with them, get to know them personally, um, because in, in, in what you're unpacking there of some of the things you need to be really similar in, the way I would think about that is values, mm-hmm. character, yeah, yeah. vision, yep. mission. All the personal. Stuff. Yeah. Are yeah. you running in the same direction? Mm-hmm. Are your priorities the same? Yep. Do you have the same expectations? Like that's a starting point. Yeah. Then from there and in, the, in more of the soft skills or, or the, the actual, technical kind yes, of stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. That's technical skills that needs to be opposite mm-hmm. you don't want to if you're a salesperson in a in a hunter sales go-getter you don't want to hire someone that's exactly like that because y- you need to be able to pass stuff off right and and you got to split it up. back and forth absolutely yeah no i think that's a great way to put it and i think if we were the same in any more ways it would not it wouldn't have out. worked so yeah <laughs> amazing that you that you found that so now you have the business you have been working together cat graduates and you're just getting client after client tell mm-hmm. me what happens from here Kat, well, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think that that was kind of a weird time too not a weird but a like okay like all right just like almost like a little shocking because we really we had never until before that video like the initial video we made we hadn't ever worked a hundred percent side by side because when well okay so even whenever she was a senior and I was a junior our class schedules were opposite I had class during the day and she had class in the evening or vice versa I can't even remember anymore but I didn't even see her until like seven o'clock at night and didn't like there's a huge gap that we weren't working together at all and then when she graduated and I was still in school, obviously, that was we weren't working together still. We were we were working like via <laughs> emails and text messages. And so finally, when I got out of school, we were side by side. So we really did have to figure out, OK, what does this look like in a like legit situation now where we're working and we're trying to figure this all out? Like how what's going to be best in processing that and also while we're trying to figure out okay we need to um let's get some more clients going let's get this going like how are we going to help our current clients okay how are we going to be friends like there was just a lot that was going on and it was a it was a huge learning curve but at the same time it just like flew like it went it yeah we were getting clients that we love and like are just same kind of thing like share the same values as us which like that's crazy. And yeah, it, it just flies by for sure. Yeah. And I think what's fun is that ClearCut now is not what we anticipated it being. Before when we were just content based, we're like, we're going to travel the world <laughs> and film and just become famous off filming cool stuff in cool places. Like that's what we just wanted to do. We just wanted to explore the world and film. And in some ways we've kind of been able to do that, yeah. but just in a more client sense. Um, so I think the biggest thing that we try to focus on is like, hey, we don't know where this is going, but what we do know is because it just keeps changing. Like we don't know what clients will eventually have besides you forever and ever. And ever. <laughs> but, but but she's but, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but besides too much. Yeah. But besides that, like, okay, hey, we don't know which new team members we're gonna have. Although we just hired Melissa full time, which was awesome. But we don't know who's gonna come in. We don't know where it's going. We don't know how it's going to grow. But 
what we can and we always kind of talk like we can't control that but what we can control in that is just us trying our very best Mm -hmm. being super teachable and learning as much as we possibly can and also being like okay hey we're not the best in this let's get someone else to do that part of it so then that just helps us out even Mm -hmm. more yeah being teachable you know being networking to the right people and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we both love like at the end of the day being in the apartment being like okay we put in the best work we possibly could today and if we're doing that day in and day out and we're trusting the process also at the same time then we both feel really good about wherever it takes us I think and we know and we know what we're good at and we know what we like doing yes and so we stay in those lanes most of the time but like if we don't stay in those lanes then we know that we're not really following the track of what's been laid in front of us Mm -hmm. so as long as we're doing that and like caitlin said as long as we're putting in the work that we need to every single day and the best that we can then there's nothing else we yeah totally Mm -hmm. so we i i just was um talking to one of my friend tour advisors about that and and making hiring decisions and she said when you are a startup and you're building your team out the number one thing that you need to hire for is no ego And I think that's something that you girls are amazing at is you have literally no ego. You're like, we're good at this. We're not good at this. We don't know. We could be wrong. Like, teach me, teach me, teach me. And having that sponge mentality of Mm -hmm. I just want to learn everything I can. And I'm I'm happy to help provide insight where I know. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're not you don't have this like attitude of where these market. Look at all these downloads we have and look at all these clients we've worked with. And now you need to listen to us because we know every like that isn't your mentality at all. No. And And I I hope we're never like that (laughs) ever. Please tell us if we ever. Yeah, please. Because the digital I mean, I feel like you can't be the digital world is changing so much. You can't you can't know everything. There is someone that's amazing in paid ads. Use them. And then when paid ads change, use the guy who knows paid ads best when it changes. Like, mm-hmm. you right. got to do that. You yeah, gotta, we just did that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Getting so, getting the experts in. But yeah. I love how you say that. Like, hey, we're. I always say we're not trying to hire smart people so we can tell them what to do. We want to hire smart people so they can tell us what to do, which yeah. is why I hired you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so you can tell me what to do. Yeah. But probably the best advice I ever got was in all of business with your own business, Hire people and work with people that are teachable. That is the number one thing. Right. When, when, no matter what business it is, the one thing that someone, I think an employer is looking for is that you're teachable. teachable. You can, you can, there are some things that are just known. Like for us, you, you either can see an aesthetic or you can't, right? Mm-hmm. So like we have to make sure who we're hiring can see an aesthetic. Check that off. But like after that, I fully believe the rest is teachable and it's just how teachable is that person, right? right? How willing are they to just learn whatever they need to learn, whether they like it or not, to get the end result done. Well, and especially in a startup because there's so many things that are changing in a startup too that like you've got to have somebody that's flexible and is willing to kind of bend and move with you and kind of understand what's going on. And the whole teachable thing ranges from like, teachable about the processes of the business all the way over to teachable about how we edit a video. Like mm-hmm. there's so many things that if they're not teachable, there's something that it's going to be frustrating. And especially in a startup world, like you don't even have time for that. Like you don't have time to be like, well, the one thing she's not teachable about is that she doesn't really like to use 
Google Docs. Like just something as small as that can be so frustrating. That's funny on so many levels. Like everyone relates to that statement, don't you think? I have to do more than anyone else. Yeah, you definitely do. Yes. Uh, appreciation for Google Docs in our office. Okay, so walk us through some of the things in media that are changing that um, people need to know about. Give us your your hot list. Okay. Biggest things are that platforms are always going to change. Platforms are always going to update. I would say it's really difficult to sit and lean on one element of a platform for an entirety of something that you're planning in terms of your marketing. Like, I think that's huge. So in real life, don't put everything that you're doing into Instagram. No, because Instagram is either going to change or we believe it will be taken over by something else later on. And so do not put all your trust. Whether that be something like TikTok or TikTok, whatever it is, just more video based. We firmly believe in yeah. that. Um, and TikTok, ask your 12 year old if you don't know what she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> or find a 12 year old. Or Gary V. Gary V says it's like yeah, Gary yeah. the end all be all. If so. you download it, you're going to be addicted. That's, it's true. It's it's, it, yeah, at night we're just scrolling. We're it's like, a disease, <laughs> truly. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So don't put all your eggs in one basket with right. social. No, don't because you will yeah. collapse probably. And then just everything is video. Like if you are not doing video, you are behind. Yes. So Very that same. is that is just a fact. That is our mantra. Uh huh. And so, <laughs> and and they are ten thousand bajillion patrillion percent right. You have to have video. You yes. have to capture attention. You're yeah. getting like you said. Your ad people were always saying, "What's going to capture their attention? Video. Video. Yes. Video the, is going to capture the attention." Yeah. No. Seriously. And the, yeah. And the best thing you could do is use video to um, show people authentic experiences within your business, within your personal life, whatever it is. But in an elevated fashion, why don't you talk about the little arms reach thing? That yeah, we like always talk about. well, and people are always craving experiences. That's all they want is just an experience, and they want to be able to feel that in the best way they can. That's why people like freak out about VR because it's the closest thing that you can get to reality, and they just they just want to feel that. They want to know. They want to be in the room. And the biggest thing though about making sure that you're content is credible credible and also that it's catching the, their attention the best thing you can do is keep yourself at an arm's length distance from your audience so you don't want them to get too far in where they feel like they're an expert and they feel like they know exactly what's going on but you want them to be able to see it and feel it but not be too close yes yeah and you guys do that so well if you, you think about brands that do that I mean think about apple like People are like all about Apple and they love Apple. They know the brand. They feel it. But their arm's length is that you have no freaking idea what they're coming out with next. Right. You never know. But you know the brand more than anything. And you probably all have at least one thing of Apple. I can guarantee it. You're probably listening on it right now. Yep. So if somebody doesn't have a brilliant, creative, strategic partner like you guys who does all of this for them, what could they do right away? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say make one month goals, five month goals or six month goals and then year goals and be looking, OK, hey, what's relevant right now? Go look at the your favorite brands. What well, we do all the time. I have favorite brands. She has favorite brands. Go look at your favorite brands. See what they're doing. Why? Are, what are they doing differently? Why are these my favorite brands online? Why are they hers? Yeah. Pick out those top things that they're doing and mm -hmm. then figure out a way to implement that into your plan. However you can. Like we know a lot of people that just do like if you're just starting and you're like, shoot, I don't have a camera. I don't have a podcast. I don't have any of these things. 
shoot it with your phone. Literally, right. so every, many people. Every phone has a video. Yep. And, and there's so many so apps easy. where you can edit videos together yes. with cool transitions. Okay. That's easy. So I was just thinking this, like the way a few years ago, people were like, I'm not going to get into photo. I don't need Visco cam. I don't need an editor. And now it's like, go get iMovie and play around with it. Literally, and it it's out. so easy. These it's, girls made it by Google. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> yeah, true. Seriously. It's so easy. You cut a video. But yeah. you have to know, like if you're going to be a business owner, you're going to yeah. launch it. You have to know video. It's it's you not have to. Yeah. optional anymore. Well, and that's another thing maybe i'll slide in this little tangent we never took a video class not that one is what is we learned it all on youtube literally right. and then learned through element. trial and error the rest and got creative after you know the basics so there's right? no excuse there's really not yes what a testament to that mm -hmm. you started an entire agency mm -hmm. by figuring YouTube. it out <laughs> yeah no it's true yeah just get it and mess around with it and i would say another thing is just Push out as much content as you can. Absolutely. That's huge. Like that's push huge. it out. Like get you want people to see everything about you. And if you don't have the expertise of filming the best that you can, if that's not going to make you stand out, if you're if you're just lacking in some of the areas, the best thing you can do is just get your name out there as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Whether that's a I'm going to go live every Friday and talk about what I did this week and for my new startup, whatever it is. Those things are huge to just get your name out. Yeah, content is king. And since there's so much content around now, you need to be pushing it all the time. And the best the best happy medium is having good content and quality content, but having a lot of it. On all different platforms. On all different platforms. And all the content should be different on all the platforms. So if you're thinking about that while also taking what's best from the brands that you love and the brands that you know are successful, look at brands that you feel like have grown really fast. We know there's so many brands that we look at where we're like they yeah. grew overnight okay what did they do well and then figure out how those strategies can maybe be implemented and then you elaborate on those a little bit for your own business and then that will usually bring you to new ideas that aren't around that you can implement as well main platforms to focus on facebook twitter instagram yeah they all have kind of different purposes depends what your depends what your um yeah. business is but i think if you're a startup you should be pushing up as pushing out as much content on Facebook on, and yeah. on Instagram and then on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. YouTube. YouTube. All the YouTube. If, YouTube. The more is, vlogging, the better. Vlogging is such an easy way to have so much content. I yeah. That's why I think a lot of people do it now. It's so easy to make so much content by vlogging. And if you're doing a startup and you're in the startup world all the time, technically that makes all of your content already just super relevant. Yeah. Already relevant. And YouTube, if you think about it, YouTube is just a Google for videos. Yep. Right. So people just go there and just are like, huh, I'm going to look at a herd of puppies today. Like they'll Google it and there's going to be 10,000 videos. Like you just just look it up on YouTube. I got lost this morning on Ellen's cat week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> cat month. Just a million yeah. videos. Cats. Yeah. It can no. be distracting. Uh -huh. Oh, just very. Lots of cat videos. Yep. It's, a, it's a trail. But yeah, those three, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube are really good starts just to get and all then the visuals. TikTok if oh, you want to TikTok. Yeah, Rachel. We yeah, have some ideas podcast. for you for that. So we'll talk about that oh, off, we'll offline. Have to come back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll share it offline. Okay, I think we have time for some very quick lightning round questions. Bring it on. Let's do it. Who is your favorite founder? You? Yeah, oh you. Duh. <laughs> no, actually, though, we need to just take a second Seriously. because I we always talk oh about God, how big cry. of a blessing you are. For us individually as friends and like we just feel like our friendship is such a blessing but also you have taught us so much and let us experience so much and learn so much and just letting us take the reins and trusting us in so many ways you've you've helped us yeah 
And that speaks volumes about you to be able to. Especially as a founder. Yeah. To be Mm -hmm. able to say literally on the phone last week said, you know, I think I just want you all to do this from now on. Just (laughs) I'm done. Like you all just do this. You take the reins. I trust you. Like that speaks so much about you. And it's spoken so much. Well, and you. (laughs) Yeah. But how much you care about everyone on your team. How how Abby's birthday. You plan this whole thing. Like there aren't. That's not normal. So I hope you know that you yeah. are incredible at what you do and you're supposed you. to be doing exactly what you're doing. It's very obvious. That means a lot. To yeah, me. it's true. All right. Favorite book. Oh, geez. Uh, That's going to say. What do you Thessalonians. Think I'm, no, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Galatians. <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't know. I've. I didn't prepare this one very well. Okay, there's this book called Boundaries that oh, I just read. Oh yeah. I gave you, didn't I tell you? You told me about that. The cloud white guy, right? Yes. Yeah. I think I sent okay, it to you. Literally yeah, you incredible it's book. A great book. You learn boundaries within work, personal, everything. I actually think that that book is my saving grace. As it's I think so everyone good. who is in a startup should read yes. that book. Henry Cloud, right? Yeah, I think. I so. think. And yeah. he also Love wrote another book. Not to take a tangent here, but please read Boundaries First and then read Safe People. Okay. I might, I've heard about that. I might need to reread that book. <laughs> <laughs> you but know, I'm going to put that on my reread I'm gonna list. That, <laughs> I'm going to put that on my re- Very, very tons of nuggets of like, yes, I need to reread it because there are so many, anyway, little tips and tricks for looking out and sniffing out bad characters and, yeah. yep. and gravitating towards people that are good or not good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, favorite podcast? Uh, I gotta give a shout out to my girl Heather McMahon on this one. I have to say, if, if absolutely it, not, yep. it's her podcast right now. I, this girl's so funny. Cat's she just like I love listening to Bible sermons and Heather McMahon. I mean, they are yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum. But no, it's, she's great. No, You're she, well rounded. No, she's, she's on a she's on a tour right now. She it's her is very someone... first tour, and she called it the farewell tour in case it fails. So <laughs> let's talk about a girl who's smart. Is she coming to Dallas? No, no she's Houston. Not. She's coming to so Houston. Sad. Maybe we we'll we'll have to we'll take. Can get her. Yeah, we're going. I've already made that. Decision. Maybe we can get her to come up here yeah. and get in the hot seat. Please. That was, Heather, if you're listening, we want you on the show. <laughs> but she's a great example of someone that grew God. out the wazoo super fast. I told fast. you about her no, when you she did. had 30,000 30, followers. followers. And you were like, Rach, go. this girl's going to be huge. This is when, okay, sorry, I know we're getting close to time. When I was terrified to do Instagram stories and I'm like, Cat, I am not going to film myself just talking into the camera about my day. I Who just let you say listens it. listens to those? And, and I said, like, why don't you go check out Heather McMahon? I said. And I saw her in bed with no makeup, like yeah. filming herself. Like She's great. I love and it. And she blew up in like six months. Now she's, oh, I don't even know now. Last time I checked, I grew like hundreds, hundreds of thousands. She will yeah. encourage you if you are not comfortable doing Instagram stories. Oh, you absolutely. need to do that because people do love them. Oh, she's great. Yes, she's great. That's all the people watch anyway. Your favorite podcast, Caitlin? Um, probably Skinny Confidential. I also want her to come on. She needs to come. She's hilarious. And yeah, how she funny. announced her pregnancy, I'm just like, I need to do that when I am having a kid someday. Yeah. So remind me of that later all right. on. Yeah. Put that on my list. How did crazy. she announce her pregnancy? She just didn't tell anyone. Her family, like no one knew. And then she made this, she made this elaborate setup of like newspapers everywhere it was copying an old photo I think I don't really yeah and then she was like by the pool like with a coffee and that she just posted on Instagram and that was her announcement to everyone it was it was and she had all these cups made with the photo it was just really funny it was hilarious we'll have to go check that out yep it's pretty good um what is 
the best and worst business advice you ever got? What do you want to do? Hmm. Okay. Worst for sure <laughs> is probably, it is the best in some ways. So it's, it's a little tough, but we were told to just take on as much as possible when you're learning as a startup and just take on as much work. If you don't know how to do it, figure was it out. Was SMU professor no. that gave you this advice? No, 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 no it wasn't. But that, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not really <laughs> trying to dog out SMU. <laughs> you guys are all great. They're great. My best, my best advice comes from one of my SMU professors. Yeah. So, so I'll say that. Um, but yeah, so I think that that kind of led us down a couple rabbit holes we didn't need to go down when we were, <laughs> when we were, you know, starting is that, hey, let's take on as much as possible. Let's do all this. Never say no. Never say no. And actually that got us a lot of opportunities that have brought us here. And um, I am forever grateful for those things. But also uh, there was a point where we took on way too much and it affected our friendship, affected the business, all that stuff. And that is when it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. You have to delegate and pick the opportunities that make sense and say no. Like me, I make sense. (laughs) You do. You make all the sense. (laughs) But I would would say our best advice is, well, a, a handful of people have told us this, but mm-hmm. my one of my SMU professors, I'll come back around, Willie, he told me that the most important thing that you can do in terms of business is making sure that you're finding the right people and like making everything relationally oriented. Yeah. It's like so the work important. is second, the relational is first. And yeah, I think that that creates success no matter what situation Definitely. you're in, especially when you're building a team. And perhaps it's maybe easier for women to do that. Yeah, I, I would I would totally say so because that's oh that's like in I'm... women's blood is to like <laughs> nurture and like be yeah. relational mm-hmm. and so yeah I would say that that's gotten us really far. Yep, absolutely love it. Yep. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Hey, so thanks inspiring. For thanks for having every us. Time I, hear I know this was absolutely. so fun. We need to do we it again. Yes, we'll come back and good. talk about TikTok. Oh, All okay, right. yeah, let's have a whole TikTok <laughs> podcast. I would be super. We tough. just reenact a ton of TikToks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Female Founder Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Sipperly. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe. If you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at the Female Founder. And if you want to follow along with what's going on on our startup, look at at Rent My Wardrobe app on Instagram. Thanks and see you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.